This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hey, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. It is the Joe Pag Show. Lots going on. Lots to get to. Whole staff is here today. We're going to get into um, something happening in El Paso. It turns out they're telling the El Paso police to do something now. Because, you know, again, we started the show with New York City and how the PD there is being attacked by illegal aliens that are just there. And instead of sending them back to where they came from, they're allowing these men, these are all men, eight men, jumped two police officers in New York, were beating the heck out of them, kicking them, doing all sorts of horrible things. And and I guess all the problems in El Paso, which is literally a border town. It's Spanish for the Paso. I don't know if you knew that, Carrie. The Paso? Yes. That's what it's for. That's what it means. This is me with the Espanol. By the way, that's Polo 2. That is San getting it done. It is... um, it's a border town. The influx of illegal aliens is nuts. There, Del Rio, Eagle Pass, McAllen, Brownsville, down, down the whole line. It's just, everybody's overwhelmed. So they decided to, in El Paso, tell police to do something. Carrie, you tell me this is helpful. Okay. Last that, when we encounter an individual that we ask what their preferred name, gender identity, and pronoun would be when we address them, and to refer to those individuals that request to be called a specific name, that we use that in our conversations with them. That is a police officer, and either is saying that's what we're going to do, or is speaking in front of the city council saying, you've asked us to do that. The The news piece that I saw along with this video is that in El Paso, they're telling the police department to ask people they come in contact with what their preferred pronouns are. How is that helping the problem at the border? And what their gender ID is. Right. Well, well, well it's not. I mean, I, I made no. the reference to the border issue because that's what El Paso should have as job one, obviously. There was no connection in this video to the border issue. But it's a stark difference from eight illegal aliens beating up two cops in New York to I know that the police in El Paso and all along the border are absolutely being inundated to they're talking about a policy which is you encounter somebody as a cop and you don't say, hey, what are you doing stealing that thing? What you have to do is you have to say, hey, what's your gender ID? (sighs) What do you identify as, though? And what pronoun should I use for you? And then you can say, hey, you, he, him, she, sir, I appreciate uh, that you told me all that stuff. What are you doing with that knife in your hand? Carrie, am I missing something here? <laughs> if you are, then I am too. I do not understand You've that. got so much social justice warriorship going on. You know, you've got, like in Minneapolis, Minnesota, this is a prime example every single time. 
In Minneapolis, they had the George Floyd thing. George Floyd, who, according to the medical examiner's report, overdosed on fentanyl. That's what it appears to show. He's got a lethal amount of fentanyl in his body. Had we seen the police body cam video early, you probably wouldn't have had riot number one. But the left loved the rioting, loved that 25, 26 people died, loved that cities were burned down. And the city council, first of all, you had the mayor of Minneapolis take a knee in front of Black Lives Matter and beg forgiveness. And then they let them burn down, the rioters burn down an entire police precinct. And they let this lie perpetuate that Floyd somehow died because of Eric Chauvin, or what's in Derek Chauvin's knee on his back. If you see the right angle, he's not really on his neck, he's on his back. So all that goes on, and then the city council says, let's defund the police. You've got the idiot who, uh, Keith Ellison, who's the attorney general of Minnesota, in some sort of a three-way video meeting, saying things like, if the perpetrator of the rape has already left, the, the person who was raped, the victim, shouldn't call the police. They should call for social services. This is what Minneapolis did after the summer of love, after the death of George Floyd. And then they said, let's defund the police and took money away from the police. The police have to do this more for the community, have to do that more for the community. The police have to stay away from that community. The police can't apprehend this kind of person. If you're arrested for this thing, there's no bail. It just completely changed the whole idea of law and order in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And then, of course, crime skyrocketed. Because if you're a criminal, why wouldn't you not do some crime? And it skyrocketed. And then you had the city council go to the police chief and say, hey, why is crime skyrocketing? This is crazy. Maybe because I can't uphold the law, I can't have law and order. I can't arrest this person. I can't put that person in handcuffs. I can't put this person in the back of my car. I can't do anything because of George Floyd. And you want to know why? Because you took money away from us. And then we go back down south again on the border with Texas and Mexico where you know crime is running rampant because there are people coming here expecting a lot. And some of them complain about the food they get and the, the shelter they get and and the cell phone they get, so they figure they just go steal one. Instead of focusing on that, you've got a city council now that is making sure police use the proper gender ID when arresting somebody or coming into contact with somebody and asking what the pronouns are. I've never understood the whole pronoun thing. Maybe when you're writing the report, if you're a cop, you have to write, and then she said, blah, blah, blah. But you can just say the subject. You can just say the person's name. But, Carrie, I have never had a conversation with you where I've used any pronouns for you. I'll say Carrie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. So police have a one-on-one contact with somebody. Know. Why is it important to find out what pronouns they use? I don't know why. I because know. in speaking with the individual, will you use their pronouns? I don't think so. No. You would talk to them, you know, like first name, yes. last name. Yes. You know, uh, that's it. You can say subject, person of interest. You can say suspect. You can say the person I came into contact with. Why on earth would we ever be mired in the idea that we have to figure out somebody's gender ID and their personal pronouns, their preferred pronouns? It doesn't mean, listen, we are in the midst of a push in this country to end law enforcement, period. People like George, uh, George Soros, people like the WF, Klaus Schwab, this guy in the WEF, People like John Kerry, John Kerry, 
they don't want law and order. They want anarchy. Not for long term. Don't get me wrong. They want anarchy to completely disrupt and end the law and order system that we have, which also goes along with freedoms and liberties that we have, which also goes along with restrictions on government. Once there's enough anarchy, and those of you out there who are criminals listening, carry huge ratings in the criminal community. Yeah. Hey, huge. that's awesome. Huge. We own them. Great. Great. Huge rate. Sam, we found that out, right? We got the huge ratings in the criminal community. Huge. Huge. Those of you who are criminals that are listening. Yes. Even those of you in jail, big, huge in jail, Carrie, huge. Mm, awesome. Great. Yeah. Good stuff. Prisoner number one, two, seven, five, nine, six, three, nine, two. He's a huge fan of the Chocolate Voice. Joe Pags. Oh, oh. Huge fan of the Chocolate Voice. It's about, oh, yeah. about huge. JP. Huge. Yeah. Yes. Mm. I gave him your number. I think they get the call. <laughs> what? Please don't do that. Huge in the, in, the, in the criminal community. Listen to me. They're not going to let you do this forever. They're giving you some leeway. They're letting you disrupt everything that is good and righteous about the country. And then they're going to control you first. They're going to have this sea change economically socially, going to cut back on how many people we actually, you know, are are birthing in this country. We're going to bring in a bunch of illegal aliens and just make them citizens overnight. We're going to change. We're actually recolonizing the country right now in a different way. And once they're done and they get this to be the North American Union or they get this to be the WEF globalist states of America, whatever it is that they're, they're, that they're shooting for, when that's finished, they will then lock every single one of you up. You will be locked up for life. They know the crimes you're doing. They know the bad that you're doing. They know the disruption that you're bringing. And they're letting you do it until it's time to stop letting you do it. Because once they have control of us, they'll take control of you again. You're literally helping them to violate the rights and the semblance of law and order in this country. So this is not surprising, as much as I would have been really surprised five years ago. This is not surprising that some city council or some police department is talking about having to find out the gender ID and the, and the pronouns, the preferred pronouns of people with whom they come into contact. Because I would find it to be a better thing because it's usually known for the police officer to refer to the person by whatever gender ID, by whatever gender they appear to be. And if they're wrong, it's pretty simple for the person to say, you know, I'm really a man or I'm really a woman. Individually speaking, you can make that, you can have that conversation. But to make a department policy that the first thing you've got to do is find out what the gender ID is and what the pronouns are, you can kiss my ass. You can kiss my ass. That's my new song. I'm writing that right now. Hmm, I like it. It's called You I Can Kiss My Ass. I don't, know if you, I don't know if you heard that one. It's, hmm. it's a pretty good ditty. A lot of stuff there. And um, that's what I would like them to do. Because again, those of you who think you're getting away with murder, those of you who think that you're on the left and you're on the winning side, you will be the first they control. They're already trying to take us out. You'll be the next one. Because I'll be damned if somebody that, that either needs police help, needs the cop to stop and ask what their gender ID is first, or I'll be damned if a criminal that police are there to save us from gets some sort of extra respect out of gender ID and, and, and pronoun. That's just stupid. I saw something on TikTok the other day that made a lot of sense to me. And it was somebody hearkening back to the days before all the wokeness. And the statement was something like this. We've always had the odd person who was male going to the bathroom in the female's bathroom or who was female dressing like a dude and trying to look more butch 
or a, a, a man who would wear a dress to work. or it, it was very, very odd, but it happened. And we never talked about it. Nobody cared. We knew there was the, the occasional off person. We knew that. But we didn't care. The reason why we're so mad about it now, why we're fighting back, is that we're being forced to accept it, not, not just tolerate it, accept it and celebrate it. And when that starts happening, that's when you lose society. So no, if you're in El Paso and you're listening to my voice and you're a police officer, no, don't ask somebody's gender ID and their freaking pronouns. Just do your job as a cop and then move on. It's not, it should not be part of the job description. It's just the further step that people are taking to make this something different than what it's always been, a free, wonderful country. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Definitely want to hear from you. I just, I just find this to be stunning, to be honest with you. Let me tell you about Superbeats. Superbeats are awesome. I go and I work out. And I get that extra energy that Superbeats can provide. You know, nitric oxide production is so important because it actually helps with your blood flow and your circulation. And Superbeats gives great support to your ability to naturally make nitric oxide. It's also a great support system for your blood pressure, for your, cardio, your cardiovascular health. Why not go and check these out right now? In fact, Superbeats, heart shoes, they support healthy circulation. You not only get, good blood, uh, get great blood pressure support, you also get productive, heart-healthy energy without the crash. I've got so much energy, it's not easy to read some of this stuff. I want you to do this right now and support your heart health. Paired with a healthy lifestyle, the antioxidants in Superbeats are clinically shown to be nearly two times more effective at promoting normal blood pressure than a healthy lifestyle alone. So why not get these right now? Support your heart health with Superbeats Heart Chews. Get a free 30-day supply of Superbeats Heart Chews and a free full-size bag of turmeric chews. Value it at $25 by going to joelovesbeats.com. Get this exclusive offer only at that website, joelovesbeats.com. Make it happen right now. We're back after this. You're listening to Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Do you want your local police, when they have contact with somebody, to say, hey, what's your gender ID and what are your pronouns? Do you want that to happen? That's a simple question. I mean, I'm guessing the answer is no, but some of you out there are like, uh, uh, tolerance and acceptance and we have to have inclusion and all this garbage. And that really means that police will be less effective because they have to spend their time worrying about pronouns, which is kind of stupid. So your thoughts about that? 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Carrie, you've been telling me for years I use social media too much. For years. 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 And it yes. used to be that I spent most of my time on the Facebook. Mm-hmm. And over on Facebook, I would argue with people, you know, I'd post stuff mm-hmm. and, you know, I started the page. I didn't actually start my, my fan page, the, the Joe Pags page on Facebook. That was started by our friend John, like in Great Britain. He was like, hey, I started this, mate. And what do you think? Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, and he's since jumped off of it. And I, of course, he gave it to me. He's a very nice guy. And, um, and it's now 384,000 followers or something. But as you know, Facebook doesn't let me, doesn't let anybody see anything because I interviewed Rudy Giuliani and Mike Lindell sure. after 2020. Literally, nobody sees my stuff there. I mean, if I get two comments and a like out of 385,000 people, that's a lot. I do get more virality elsewhere including Instagram, which is also owned by Mark Zuckerberg, the the meta guy, the Facebook guy. I don't know why we're calling it meta, and I still have a hard time not calling it Facebook. Yeah. 
You, you know what I mean? I mean mm-hmm. The whole uh, the changing of the names, I don't know if that mm-hmm. does anything, but whatever, it's his. And he's worth billions and billions of dollars. But when you sent me this story today, I went, what? The guy went there, I guess, in front of a panel in, in Congress and decided to apologize about Facebook? Or, I mean, did he offer to give up his billions to go back to oh, no. anonymity? No, no, no. He, did he, he, did he offer that. to give up his mansion in, in Hawaii and the <laughs> six-foot wall he built around it? No. No. But he apologized sitting in he front did. of the committee. He did. He turned around. I need to know what he said. Did he cry? Did he weep? What happened? Uh, From the New York Post, Mark Zuckerberg delivered a surprise apology to the families of victims of online child sex abuse in the middle of a heated Senate hearing on Capitol Hill. In a stunning move on Wednesday, the billionaire boss of Meta stood up from his chair and turned to face the back of the room where parents held up pictures of their children who they said had been harmed by social media. I'm sorry for everything you have all been through, said Zuckerberg, who was grilled for hours by lawmakers over Meta's failure to crack down on child predators and sextortion crimes on Facebook and Instagram. No one should go through the things your families have suffered, Zuckerberg added. This is why we invest so much and we are going to continue doing industry-wide efforts to make sure no one has to go through the things your family has had to suffer. As the hearing kicked off, the Senate committee played a video in which children spoke about being bullied on social media platforms. Senators recounted stories of young people taking their own lives after being extorted for money after sharing photos with sexual predators. Would you like now to apologize to the victims who've been harmed by your product, Holly said, and noting the hearing was being broadcast on live television. The 39-year-old tech tycoon responded by rising from his chair and coughing up the groveling mea culpa to the packed room. Your product is killing people, Senator Hawley told Zuckerberg as he argued Congress should move quickly to revoke Section 230, which protects social media platforms from liability for content posted by their users. And the Missouri senator also pressed Zuckerberg on whether Meta had plans to compensate or had already compensated the families of victims who suffered from online exploitation, either financially or through support resources such as counseling very interesting uh, carrie thank you very interesting because i'm a free speech guy i believe that if platforms are truly platforms then they should just be the housing for whatever somebody wants to post the problem is they became publishers when they decided what would be pushed what wouldn't be pushed what would be seen what wouldn't be seen and they did all that while circumventing the regulations of section 230 if we had in place what Hawley appears to be suggesting, and I like it, um, the fact that families or even children that are being bullied can sue him and sue this publisher for what they're doing, they would immediately stop letting it happen. Because, you know, listen, they have the ability to squelch my reach. They have the ability to squelch what I can and can't say. So they did, they definitely have the ability to, to, to do that to some bully. They definitely have the, the ability to do that to somebody who complains. And the problem that we have is many times people will complain about online bullying or worse, sex trafficking of children and whatever else. They'll complain about it. And many times the systems that are in place are not as robust as they need to be when the owners of these online platforms are getting away with, well, not murder, we're getting away with a lot. And if there is no responsibility by way of financial you know, ability to go after him, why would he stop? So him standing up and apologizing doesn't mean anything. He needs to stand up and say, yeah, we should revamp Section 230 or get rid of it. And I should be on the hook if we allow that kind of garbage to be on our site. And then as soon as the lawsuits start coming in and as soon as he starts losing millions of dollars, he's suddenly going to be able to put protections in place for kids. 
he's suddenly going to be able to put in some sort of verification, make sure somebody's old enough to be allowed to be on there. Or if somebody claims that they're being sex trafficked or something like that, that there is an ability to go to somebody immediately and say, hey, look what's going on with me. And that's not what's going on. He could stand up and, and, and uh, say he's sorry, me a culpa, the whole thing. If he doesn't make any changes to the platform, it doesn't matter. It'll be interesting to watch this. I might go back and watch some of that tape from today. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com, a trucker from Canada, Chris Garrow, when we come back. Stay here. This is The Joe Pags Show.